happy St. Patrick's Day on the Awkward Silence program. Show that takes you from the spotlight into the green with some of your favorite stand-up comics, yeah. as well as some of the best undiscovered talent here in Vegas. I'm Brian Malika. This is the always festive Brant Tobler, everybody. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day, March buddy. March Madness. Right? St. Patrick, yes. of course. Uh, oh, St. Patrick's Day? I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a patron, patron saint of the morning after pill, apparently, wow. in your world, so congrats. Luckily, I hope that works I out for totally you. I totally forgot it was St. Patrick's Day. Holy shit, this worked out good. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, we'll be talking about uh, comedy yes. and um, liquor yes. and your plans. Yes. And your uh, plans. we're really, it's really going to be more your plans. Uh, so that's what we have coming up. I do want to say that, of course, if you're watching us live, uh, getting shit faced somewhere, uh, thank you for making us part of that. Uh, you can go ahead and send us some questions in the live chat, and I will know because we have new special effects. You guys will never know this. But we have new special effects in studio, uh, so I will be on top of shit uh, when you. That, is there a question? Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Just testing the equipment, but believe me, I will be on top of it if you have questions in the live chat. If you miss us live, email us awkwardatvegasvideonetwork.com, uh, and then uh, iTunes. And we even have a new feature, which the people have been clamoring for. Uh, you can now get just the audio yeah, of the show. Yeah, it's awesome. Which is good, because it detracts, I think, from the biggest problem with the show, Us. our faces. I agree. Um, I agree. So. I ran, I listened to four episodes today when I was, I jogged like 12 miles. It was awesome. I don't believe that you jogged 12 miles at all today. <laughs> well, I was going to, but then I, I got a Mickey's 40. No one, no one jogs 12 miles and then drinks a Mickey's 40. Well, it's sending I, your body I, I mixed really, messages. I was going to jog 12 miles, right. but then Instead. I got a Mickey's House of Pain. 40. Yeah. Uh, so, I have good news and bad news before we get uh, to started. The, the good news is, for the past couple weeks, we have uh, talked to some incredibly talented comedians who have been totally into the show and, uh, and love the idea of it and want to come on it. And for the second week in a row, that's just not going to work out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we were actually talking to Doug Stanhope, um, who is going to be... I guess back in Vegas, he kind yeah. of started here, right? Yeah, he started here, and he'll be here on Saturday. And he said he'd love to do the show, but he's... He's literally going to be on the ground for like 12 hours. He's getting in at like 4 o'clock, his show's at 8, and he's on a plane at 5.30 going to Scotland, I think. Um, but, uh, but he said he was cool. He said he's happy to do it next time he's yeah. in town. You will be opening for him, by the way. I will. It will be me and Stan Hope on Saturday night. So next week, we should have some interesting stories. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know Stan Hope, he... Yeah. He's crazy. He's so. going to be 12 hours on the ground. He will make the most of all 12 hours. Yeah, and I think he <laughs> yeah. has a long flight to, like, England the next day, so he'll probably just want to sleep. So right. I anticipate a long, long night. Right. Well, I can't. Uh, I'm I can't. taking it easy until Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Uh, so let's, uh, let's kind of catch up with you. I, I'll chat a little bit about uh, uh, this week so far. I've been working downtown with Todd Paul, which yeah. is fun. But let's, uh, no, let's, let's talk about let's, that. You're right. You know what? That's the, the principal rule of comedy. You start slower, you end strong. No. That's part of my problem. Big letdown at the end. I was down watching Brian last night at the Four Queens. Great show. Damn. Huge crowds. It's been a good week. It's been a really good week. And granted, it's only been two nights. But Tuesday, when you're talking about a downtown crowd on Tuesday and Wednesday night, it's a fucking coin toss. You yeah. don't know what you're going to get. It has been uh, Tuesday night sold out. Last night was well over 100 people. Uh, really good crowds, like, you know, responsive, fun crowds. You know what it is is, so there's spring break, and there's St. Patrick's Day, and there's March Madness. So it's just like the, dude, it's, awesome. it, it's great, but it's also the most fucked up group of people ever in one place, and that's downtown. 
Uh, there, there's like the frat guys that are, you know, just getting shit-faced. And there's also, what, last night there was a woman, I don't know if uh, uh, some of our studio audience was there last night. There was a woman in a ball gown, and I'm not even joking. Like, she, if she was going to prom, but her prom was probably like in the late 30s. <laughs> but she was, a, she was an older lady and just in like this long, flowing black dress. And I was like, oh, you don't get out at all, ever. <laughs> like, if this, is your, if this is your fancy night out, I'm so sorry to disappoint you. It was, but, uh, yeah, it was an interesting mix, but the shows are great. You're crushing. Yeah, Excited. no. I hope tonight, I, I have my doubts about tonight. I don't know if anyone will come or if they do, if they're going to be wasted. Right. But. Yeah, that's sort of, we, we were chatting briefly about it last night. And I should say that you, you showed up last night and uh, you, you wanted to get a spot. And uh, for the first couple nights, we unfortunately, there was, there was no guest spots because Todd Paul, of course, yeah. guest on the show, was uh, the headliner. And he has another show. When he was here, he talked about it. He's doing that midnight rock show. Well, that got moved from midnight to 10. Uh, well, uh, if everything goes perfectly, the show downtown ends at 10. Yeah. So he's literally been, like, we've all been super tight. There's been no guest spots. He's been getting off stage at 10. And it's not like a, you know, like a comic that's now just got to get in his car, bust ass to the next gig. The dude's got fucking a unicycle and a suitcase. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's an ordeal. Yeah. And then it's, it's funny. Like, <laughs> and I'll talk a little bit about it. But it, uh, he's, he's doing a, an amazing job. He's, he's just annihilated both nights. But it's the funniest thing ever. Because people, you know, obviously want to, like, say hi to him and say, hey, I really like the show. But <laughs> this little guy just scurrying, pulling a six-foot unicycle behind yeah. him. It's the most odd thing you've ever seen. Uh, but he's, he's managed to make it back uh, down, and I guess uh, last night was the last night uh, they're going to be doing the show, at least for, for a little bit. So be a little bit more relaxed. I'll be able to do a little bit more time and uh, hopefully get some spots in the rest of the week. Yeah, but, uh, we're hoping. Uh, what's interesting about Todd is that uh, you know, when, he's doing it, when he was doing his own show, I imagine he, just, he could do as long as he wanted, or at least an hour, hour and a half, something like that. Well, it's been so tight that as, as a headliner, he's only doing 30 minutes. Uh, and his act is structured in such a way that he's really only doing one bit. Yeah. You know, so so he, does, he does one bit, and it's the whole thing. And then he does like a, maybe a, like, like a one-minute opening bit and a two-minute closing bit. But essentially, the 28 of his minutes is just one bit. And it's funny. Uh, and, uh, you know, and you're entertained through the whole thing. But at, like the first time I was watching him, I'm like, holy shit. Like his yeah, sets, that, it sits over. That's exactly what I, that was the first time I'd ever seen Todd Paul was last night. Right. So uh, I was like, holy shit, he just did exactly what you said. That was yeah. one joke right. that went forever. But <laughs> it crushed. I mean, they, people loved it. People, yeah. it, was, it was interesting. From what I understand, we have a chat question. Oh, yeah. Right? That light. See? Like it. Love it. <laughs> we do. Slash Dog wants to know a uh, different subject. Uh, what's your all's opinion on Norm MacDonald hosting high stakes poker? Uh, do comedians make good hosts based upon your experience? <laughs> I feel like you're, you, what are you just kicking me in the balls, Slash? I thought we were friends. Uh, well, Norm MacDonald is, might be my favorite comedian ever. I, I'm, I'm a huge Norm MacDonald fan, and he's, uh, he's a degenerate of the first order. Yeah. I mean, a drinker and a gambler. Uh, I've only seen one episode of it, but I thought he was fucking great. Uh, you know, because he, he, he knows poker, but... More importantly than that, like, I think he's got the perfect sense of humor for it. You know what I mean? And it's, it's different than everything else. When I was hosting my poker show, I was, I was the, well, <laughs> I was supposed to be the play-by-play -play guy. And then there was a color. And then when the, when the budgets were cut, I was both people. <laughs> um, but uh, like, I felt like I almost got roped into like, that weird, douchey like, announcer voice. Like I was even doing the voice, and I hated myself for it. <laughs> 
so they have him, like he's perfectly situated, where he's, he's just the sort of color commentary. He can either make a joke or talk about poker. It's, I think it's a win-win. I think he's great. I, I haven't seen it. What, what, is it on NBC? No, uh, I don't know what channel it's on. I'm sure someone in the chat will uh, will tell us. I'm but sure it'll be great. Just like you said, because he knows poker right. and he's just naturally funny. And I don't see him putting on a. Yeah. He's got that dry. I, I agree. I think he's great. The the great the greatest thing about Norm is that he more than any anyone else I've, I think I've ever seen. He really doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, he really does not. I uh, I worked with uh, with Jim Brewer a couple times, and he uh, he worked with Norm on Saturday Night Live, and and. Brewer is, is a huge Norm fan. That's kind of what we were talking about in the green room. And he, he told this crazy story about Brewer's first year on Saturday Night Live. They're doing a press conference with the new cast, right? <laughs> and so there's this young, young girl, you know, maybe early 30s, and she's the one doing, and, uh, you know, asking everybody, so what are your thoughts? Are you excited to be on Saturday Night Live? And she asked Norm, um, are you going to haze? Is, is this like a fraternity where you haze the new, the new guys? And I can't do a Norm impression, but apparently Norm's response was, yeah, like sometimes I'll just like pull my cock out and I'll be like, hey, you, new guy, suck my cock. He says this to like some poor reporter from the New York Times. Like everyone, you know, just the fucking producers of the show are pulling their hair out. He's, he's one of the few guys that said fuck and then got back on the show. He said it live on the air. They had him back on. Like he's just, he's just a powerhouse. He's, I agree. He's awesome. Yeah. And just, yeah. He is fearless and doesn't give a shit. Right. And... I, I don't know if he's fearless or autistic yeah. uh, but something's going on there and I love it I gotta watch it then yeah no it, it's good yeah, where are they filming it out here I assume so I don't know like I said I only uh, I only oh, caught oh. one episode of it I don't it. know if you guys are thinking what I'm thinking he might be a good guest for the old awkward <laughs> silence like I like to make a few phone calls <laughs> right yeah. we'll, we'll be on it uh, and he'll say what a great idea I totally want to do it okay how about here and that's not gonna work for me yeah. um, but uh, anyway yeah so that's a uh, that's a great question as far as me uh, no it didn't it didn't really work for me. I was, you know, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this little bit of inside information. I got that gig because I was the only person that auditioned that had a little bit of everything. Like, they used to have Chad Brown, uh, you know, who's yeah, a professional yeah, yeah. poker player and a very, like, good-looking guy. And uh, apparently he has some grammar issues. So it would take, like, a long time to film because, you know, he wasn't the best speaker. So I think uh, the fact that I spoke well was a big in for me. Um, everything else was, like, I wasn't like, I definitely wasn't the best looking guy there, but it was not the worst looking guy that auditioned. Uh, I didn't know the most about poker, but I didn't know nothing about poker. So they're like, you, ha you can talk and you know a little bit about, you have a little bit of everything we need, so you can just have it. Oh, and you'll accept the shit money we're paying. So uh, I think I actually should have started with that one. That was more important. So yeah, it didn't work for me, but Norm will be great. Did you have a big crowd? Like, was there an audience? No. A live audience or it just went on TV? Yeah, no, the, the, the way it works uh, through the magic of television, and this was actually irritating because they, would, they filmed it here. They filmed it at Binion's, right? Uh, and there was a girl who lived in L.A., this really hot chick, Brandy, uh, that, that would come, uh, that would get a limo down to Vegas to do the filming, and then she would actually, like, you know, like interview people and then, you know, spend the day there, and then they'd drive her back. And then um. I, who live in Vegas... Uh, got to drive my Hyundai uh, to, to Los Angeles once a week and spend uh, seven and a half hours in a studio um, just looking at the edited clips. So, like, I wasn't live at all, you know what I mean? It just, uh. They just make it seem like you're there. But, yeah, they, they, they had already been filmed, uh, and then they just send me, like, the edited package, and then I just have to sit and, and talk as though I'm there. It's a big sham is what I'm telling you. I think we need to make 
like a Facebook page and have you replace Norman Chad on ESPN. Yeah. Because he's awful. He's not He's not, not good. funny at all. We know he's been divorced. We've heard it a <laughs> thousand exactly. fucking times. Like, he's awful. And he's not funny. Anytime I see him, I say, you got to write some new stuff. Right. Man. I know. Every time they pull a pot, oh, it's like my wife's divorce attorney. Yeah. We get uh, it. You lost dude. money in your divorce. How'd and people lose money at poker. Yeah. The correlation is dead now. And how did he ever get married in the first place? <laughs> that's, see, now that's the story I wanted to that tell. That is what we want to know, is how, what country she came from. I, uh, <laughs> and he should have made a better deal. Norman Chad, if you watch this. Just let us know. Um, I'll tell you, the, the best part of that, one of the people that they auditioned to be the color commentary is, uh, what's that girl's name? You know, Mishka. Uh, what's, she was on the Hills or something like that? Misha, Bar Misha, Misha Barton? Barton? Apparently oh, she's like a man. casual fan, right? So, so of they yours? gave me the job. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> she's on my Facebook. No, of course not. She's a casual poker fan, so they brought her in to possibly audition as my co-host. Oh, and man, you'd have been nailing her for sure, dude, a hundred percent. But uh, yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, she every every comment she made was about whoever won the pot, what uh, outfit they were wearing. That was, but there's only seven people at the table, so eventually, you know, we ran out of commentary. But uh, yeah, that was that was a very exciting. Did you get a meter? Yeah, we we hung out, we spent a day together. Some might call it romantic. She wouldn't. She would. Um, I would. Um, was your wife jealous? Oh, I'm sure she was insanely jealous. My uh, my, the way I feel about jealousy is, there's no reason to get jealous uh, until shit gets real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mishka Barton's in there. Nah, it's probably probably nothing to get. Now, you know the the chubby girl that does my makeup. Wait a minute. What the <laughs> fuck? What's her story? Um, anyway, so that's uh, the life of a TV star. <laughs> exactly. It's very awesome. glamorous. I don't want cool. to. I don't want to get involved. Let's. Uh, anyway, so yeah, downtown's been going great. Come down and see us. Yeah. When we'll you're not. See him. I'll be. Come, you can hang out with me. I just kind of. You'll stand. probably be drinking. I stand You'll on the out. side and I'll hang out. Very entertaining, regardless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what's been going on with me. Let's get to you, man, because we, uh, was it weird, by the way, we had Matt Markman here last week, and we were talking about you, and you were watching yeah. us live. Yeah, I, I, I hate when, I hate to uh, hear about me, even though you guys are very nice, it's just a weird thing. Right. But uh, it was cool to watch the show. I enjoyed it. I was, it was, I was in uh, L.A. at, I was, I was uh, babysitting this kid making lasagna, watching Awkward Silence. It's a long story, but the dude we were staying with. Who do you know? Wait a minute. Who in LA, it's not like you were in Wyoming, like with a family member. You just went to LA. You know, and you know the funny part about it is I just met the dude. Like, the dude, I just met him, and then he let me, and then I just hung out with this kid, and we watched the Laker game, and then they went, his youngest son had a play, but they only could have like four kids go to the play. Because uh -huh. it's like a famous, where famous kids go, it's like famous kids. So then I couldn't go, so I just had to sit and watch this kid. And then and there was lasagna in the oven, and I had to watch the lasagna. I don't know how to cook, so there was all this pressure on me to fucking work this lasagna. Let me, let me ask <laughs> so you a then question. I was watching Awkward Silence. Uh, did that story make any sense to you while no, you were saying No, no, I was like, I, I have I don't no know. fucking clue what you're talking about. You were at, was the person well, we stay at, Yeah, we yet? stay at this house, and then... Well, we stay at our buddy's house, and then he, but then his- Is your buddy famous? Who's famous? Somebody's famous in this story. Well, he's, no, they go to a famous, he's, I mean, he's like the, uh, he's a big dude at Live Nation. He's like president of Live okay. Nation, but Got he's it. not famous, but he, his kids go to a school with like famous kids. Okay. So then only a few people can go to the play, so I got kicked out of the play crowd. 
Okay. So then I had to stay with. And this so guy. they said, "Will you stay with yeah. our child?" Yeah, but the kids like. I'm looking at you right now, and I want to call Child Protective Services on them. Why well, did I had a blue hat on? All right. But yeah. That, no, the kid's like 12, and so he was cool. I mean, so we just watched the Laker game together, and then his tutor was supposed to come, but then his tutor didn't show up. So then uh, we just ate lasagna? a bunch of candy and, and we lasagna? made lasagna and hung out. But I got to watch the show. It was awesome. You guys were great, and I got to send in questions, and uh, it was cool. <laughs> I felt like I was part of the show because when I'm out of town, I miss the show. Uh, well, we were glad to have you. Yeah, it was fun. So uh, that's a weird story. So it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I, it didn't think make so. sense to me either that they left me with their kid and then they and then she had me do the lasagna because I don't know how to. I don't know anything about lasagna. This nice oven. She's like, it was crazy. I just didn't want to fuck up the lasagna. <laughs> you were you were concerned about the lasagna, were you? Yeah. Uh, look, man. Uh, well, <laughs> the moral of the story is thanks for watching the show last week and uh, and chatting with us. Um, what, uh, so fill us in, man. What's been going on? I know that sort of, I think, I think from the conversations we've had off air, that it sounds like things are kind of at least, you've yeah, got some good momentum well, going right now. things were going good, I thought. Things were going good. I had a, I got on the best show in LA on that Wednesday. They did this comedy juice um, at the Hollywood Improv, which I didn't realize what a big deal it was, so I told other comics, they're like, how'd you get on that show? It's like right. the best show. So I was on that show, and uh, I went up first. I did all right, but... It's kind of like a dumb LA crowd, and this chick from New Wave, the like Dane Cook's manager, was supposed to come see me. So then she got sick, and then she got sick, and or whatever happened, but she chose not to come see me. So that kind of bummed me out because I'd been planning on performing in front of her all week. Then my set went all right, and uh, the chick that runs the improv was was like, "You should maybe go do the alternative venues like UCB or Largo." Yeah. Because I, I just didn't do that good, honestly. I kind of ate shit. I don't know if I ate shit. They just didn't get my jokes, and it was a. Uh, it's like a real like kind of snooty crowd, so I just it, it just wasn't. Yeah, and and Markman was Markman and I were talking about that. We, we, I think it's weird that they said you you're more of an alternative comic because I don't see you that way. Now I uh, I, I wouldn't say that you're 100 percent like mainstream. You know, you don't look if you go to see a Brant Tobler show, it's not like every other show. You know, yeah. you, you you have your own style, which is good. I think that's that's why uh, you know I think you're going to be really successful, but. When I think of alternative comedy, I think of something totally. It's you still stand up there and you tell jokes to people. Yeah, you know, it well, doesn't see, get fucking out of hand. The thing is, I think the alternative comedy, alternative fans are the smartest fans, and they like that's what I said at one point during the show. I was like, guys, I'm sure I, you did. I only have ten fucking minutes. I can't wait for you guys to get all these jokes. Right. Like you got to fucking, you got to speed it up. Right. Because a couple jokes, like Except I said, you said it slowly, which is the irony uh, of the yeah. whole thing. I said you guys got it. So it was a lot of just like dumb fucking rich chicks, and uh, I did a couple like I did a black joke or something, and there was only one, so they all freaked out. It was a lot of I did. I'm not good in like really politically correct shows. Yeah. When everyone gets all, oh god, did he just say that? So yeah. it, I don't know if it was. I, I mean, I did. I did. Our, I, it wasn't like I bombed, but uh, I just don't know if it was the right room for me. So. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up. We we got a great question um, in uh, in the in the forums in the in the comment threads uh, last week from Dan Tessator, funny comic, uh, who uh, he he was talking about it in reverse about you know how every now and then you'll see a, an LA comic or a New York comic go out on the road and you can tell that they're really polished like in that scene in their city and then they go to another city and they expect to be able to pull off that same bit and and it won't work. Now I've always been one of those people that says. Look, you know, if, if you're funny, you're funny, uh, and jokes are jokes, and you can make jokes work anywhere you go. I mean, you can't be, you know, obviously specific with, you know, I can't do Vegas yeah. jokes there, but, you know, it, but there's something to be said for, you know, trying to pass off, like, a New York act, 
you know, in Indiana, for example, yeah. or something like that. And or like if you brought, like a lot of comics I like, but they won't go to UCB or Largo because they don't, that crowd doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. Like the alternative crowd like hates like Dane or, you know, I mean, there's some people like Daniel Tosh, I think can walk in anywhere and just crush. Probably. But yeah. like He's the alternative good. crowds, you know, those shows are more like Doug Benson, Sarah Silverman, Zach, Woolwin Zach Wood, a more like laid back, clever crowd, I think. Whereas the show I was on, I think I needed to be more high energy and I'm just not. Plus I went up first and it was, and there's a bunch of celebrities on the show. So all these, this is like the best show in LA. Everyone comes to this show. Everyone, Sarah Silverman, Tosh, all these people show up and then I'm up. So I think these people are like, fuck. Yeah, let's get to the next guy. Who's yeah. this guy, you know? Right. I mean, when I was there, Nick Swartzen, Craig Robinson, uh, uh, Jeffrey Ross, all these guys are on the show. And me. So right. I think part of it was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Why does he have a shitty beard? <laughs> By the way, that beard has really come back with a vengeance. Holy shit. So that was, it was good. I mean, I love LA. And uh, I think I made some, I mean, I had a good meeting at Laughing Stub and, and at Live Nation and stuff like that was good. But as far as, I was really excited about this girl because I wanted her to be my manager. But, and I don't know what's going to happen, but the fact that she didn't come, she said she was sick, but it really... She might have been sick, but I was just like, you know what? Fuck this chick. <laughs> maybe, maybe we don't need to say like that exactly. Maybe. Well, that's how I felt because I was looking forward to it all week. You know, I heard right. I went and had a meet, meeting with her last time. She goes, I'm going to come to your show. So all week but, I was preparing to perform for this chick, and then about an hour before the show, she's like, well, oh, I'm not that, coming. But think about it like, you know, you also didn't have the set you wanted to have. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? So you might have dodged a bullet. I might have had the set I had if she was there. Part of me I felt like was just like, why does chick tell me she's going to come and then she didn't show up? Yeah. But then in the... What's going on in this Hollywood? Yeah. Is nobody be taken on their word? I realized that she yeah. has like a lot of famous clients and I'm nobody. Did you stay at Dane Cook's house? I know you said you were going to. No, we, uh, we, we, we didn't end up staying at it. I had to go babysit and make lasagna. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, we, you know, we actually didn't stay at Dane's house. Dane, uh, Dane was there and uh, we just, we just didn't end up happening so yeah. I wish yeah. but uh I really wanted to know what was gonna I, yeah, I wanted to know no, what Dan's uh, shit looked like I bet it's really cool we uh it just didn't happen so Dan was still there and uh so next time he's in Broadway for like seven months so yeah you'll get in there you'll get in there and steal something and bring it back to no. us <laughs> no that would be <laughs> unconscionable uh, so where are you now? You kind of talk about so it. Then, so, so you last so two times ago you went and you know even by your own admission shit was just it was like it was a crazy uh, you got passed yeah. at the comedy store which you didn't even mention. Well at the laugh. Factory. I'm sorry, laugh factory. The um, coolest thing that happened was the first time I went I did a showcase for the owner of the laugh factory, and uh, I didn't even know how it worked and I got passed. All of a sudden after my set this dude just comes over and goes hey you got passed and I was like. I don't even know what that means. Right. He goes, that means you're the only one that made it from the show. You're on, you'll be on this month's showcase of Fresh Faces. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, uh, so then Dane's sister came and then Dane's sister came and talked to Jamie Masada, the owner of Laugh Factory. And Jamie Masada told her, oh, he's very clever. I think I'm gonna make him a paid regular, which I didn't know. And I'm still, I didn't really know. So then Courtney comes back to me and she's like, this is what he said. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And she's like, that's like a really big yeah, fucking deal. Yeah, you should probably be more excited. Yeah, ever but the, the best part about it was I was sitting on the back wall and uh, Jamie Masada's back there talking to Daniel Tosh, and uh, so as Jamie Masada's walking out, he's talking to Daniel Tosh, and I know he's like back there, and I'm like kind of eavesdropping, like, oh shit, that's Daniel Tosh, and they're talking, and and Jamie stops, 
and taps me on the shoulder. And he's like, hey, buddy, you're very, very funny, very, very funny. And I'm like, holy awesome. shit. So I look yeah. over my shoulder, and it's Jamie, and then Daniel Tosh is standing there with his dog. Daniel Tosh is looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? Because I had on this weird America coat. Yeah, the guy, the guy with the dog inside is yeah. looking at <laughs> well, you with an he, attitude. Yeah, but uh, so that was really cool. And then the comedy store and everyone, I got really lucky that my buddy Lance is like, he used to run the comedy store for five years. Mm -hmm. So he knows everyone out there. So he's just... He's just a fan of mine, so he uh, has just put me in meetings with everyone. So everything was going good, and then, uh, I mean, it's still going good, so. Yeah, I mean, that, see, the, the reason I brought it up is I, I feel like you're getting down because one chick didn't come see no, you. No, I'm not down. It's just or, that or maybe, show, yeah. just like, I, uh, I just wanted to crush that show, and uh, it was just so weird. I just, I never really felt right on stage from the second I got on, so it just was, uh, it's something I'm like, I wish... Uh, I wish it would have went better, but you yeah. know, live and learn. So. And, and it's also, you know what? It's also probably one of those situations where it wasn't as bad as you thought. Uh, Todd, yeah, yeah. Todd and I were talking about this last night. It, there, there's so much that goes into uh, a show when you're on stage. You know what I mean? So there's times where you know, you know, I'll come off stage and the audience laughed. You know, I told jokes, they laughed. So in theory, everything went perfectly. But I just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something just feels off. You know, I, I think that when a show is great. It's sort of the audience and the comic are sort of feeding off each other and everything's sort of in perfect rhythm. And if that rhythm's off, even if they're still laughing, it just doesn't feel right. And you can come off stage, you know, the audience had a great time. People are coming up to you saying, oh, that was hilarious. And you're just thinking to yourself, that oh, wasn't that good of a show. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad. The other thing, I just got to be, I mean, every time I told someone going into that week or after, hey, I'm on Comedy Juice, and they're like, which one, like Irvine? Or I said, no, I'm in the Hollywood one. They're like, holy shit, how did yeah. you? So, I, right. I mean, I'm just grateful I got to get on that show. I didn't realize what an honor it was to be on that show until I tried to other comics, and they were all like, all my friends that live in L.A. that have never done that show. Right. And I get to do it, so I'm just lucky. When is like it? That. It's on Wednesday nights. At, I mean, but when are you going to be there? No, I did it. Just the fact that I got to do it already. Oh, okay. All I, my I, friends have dreamed of doing that show. Right. Because it's like yeah, all no, the celebrities, sure. and the, you can't get on that show. So when I tell people, they're like, how the fuck did you get on that show? And I'm just like, I just blew the right dude. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> As a little inside Hollywood tip from Brand Tobler. We got a question, Scott? Uh, yeah. Jeff would like to get a fit or fat update. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, Jeff would also, I think Jeff is asking, uh, do either of you tape record any of your shows yeah which we've talked about before um just to bring it back up that was the first thing when i met with that manager chick she said are you taping and i said uh sometimes she goes tape every show yeah which i think is i it, mean it's the right thing tape every show jeff yeah I, audio or i do it audio on my phone yeah. i tape every show audio but i uh mm. you should tape every video yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's the right thing to do. I hate it because I, I don't want to watch it back. Yeah. Uh, like even if it's good, I. Uh, so this week I've been taping every show because I'm doing this little uh, sort of uh, comedy diary for my podcast, a video comedy diary. So I, I do like a really brief interview with myself, uh, which is lonely, by the way, in the Four Queens parking lot, um, right before the show, and then after the show, and then I record the actual show. Um, I haven't gotten around to watching it back, but I, I actually think that it's been a good exercise just to do it, and I'm hoping that because the shows have been going well so far, maybe that will entice me to do it, but I know if I eat shit, I will destroy it all. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you should. You should uh, I, I don't, but you should. And uh, I, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast this week, and I thought it was really interesting. He said he, he obviously tapes every show, but he likes to listen to like his last show right as he's going to his next show, because it kind of puts him in that comedy 
Oh, really? Yeah, which I thought was kind of cool. And the more I thought about it, because you do kind of get into a comedy zone. Yeah, I And, I, and I, uh, I was like, I'm going to try that. But if you have any kind of, as long as you don't have like a 1985 cell phone, you, I mean, the, the device on my iPhone records perfectly. Yeah. I mean, I can put it 25 feet away from the stage and it'll pick it up word for word. Yeah, no, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. I just, like I said, if I tape it, then I, I know I have to watch it. Otherwise, yeah, why, well, why are we doing it? don't have to watch it, but... <laughs> just say, of course but I record it, all my shows. I'm a professional. But if something crazy happens, you want to have it. You know, if you look up comedy videos on, the, on YouTube, the biggest hits are all heckler videos. Yeah. I mean, you could change your life on one video. I was talking about it with Matt Markman walking in here. Like, we had this exact conversation. I said, Matt, you got to tape every single set because you never know. Right. One set... Like with Jim Jeffries, that dude just came on stage, punched him right in the face. Right. If you haven't seen that on YouTube, dude comes on stage, just punches him. Yeah. And that, that helped him blow up. On, it really did. It's, you know, it really did. It could really help your career. It's frustrating, yeah, but I it's mean, also awesome. I'm like, I'm happy. He happens to be a really good comic, yeah, yeah. so it worked out. But that, I mean, uh, that's when, how he got mainstream America. Now he's selling out. When I worked with him that last time, told me he's doing two shows in Detroit, 20,000 bucks he makes for the weekend. That's pretty good. I'm so making take a just under break. that at the Four Queens <laughs> this week. Uh, as far as Fitter Fat, yeah, I can do a Fitter Fat update, absolutely. Um, despite all of my efforts yes. uh, to get fatter uh, so I could oh. tell my fat jokes this week, uh, I actually lost a pound. Yep, so we're down. There it is. Yeah, where's that noise? Let me hear it. Wow. Yeah, sexy cougar. Uh, yeah, so, but let me tell you something. It's... Comedy, the reason I, I uh, let's say, got softer in the, in the first place is because it's just an unhealthy lifestyle. Oh, awful. You know, so, you know, the, the time that I was doing it every night, like, you know, you, you do a show and then you're kind of amped up a little bit. So, you know, and again, I was in my 20s at this time before I was completely defeated. So I would hang out after to kind of come down and then you're drinking. And then I don't like to eat before a show because uh, I get kind of nervous. So, uh, you know, then now on my way back to the condo or wherever, I'm stopping to eat, and no good food exists at 2.30 in the morning, yeah. right? So you're eating shit. I swear to God, this happened to me last night. I'm on my way home. It's not even that late. It's about 11 o'clock, uh, and I'm driving home, same street that I drive down every single fucking day to get back to my house. And I don't know, I guess I was thinking about my set or, or something that happened, and, uh, you know, just kind of in my own head. And, uh, and when I came to my senses, I'm not even lying, I was pulling in to the Taco Bell parking lot. <laughs> I swear to God. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I did not eat the Taco Bell, though. If I, hadn't, if I knew I, I didn't have to weigh in for this show, uh, I probably would have. And, uh, and Ira, who comes to see every show, he implied that I should just lie. Like, uh, you know, and I was like, well, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what you think you know about comedians, but we are of the highest ethics. Well, touching on... on uh on just how unhealthy the lifestyle is, got to give a shout out to our boy Matt Markman who went to the ER last night. What? Because he had some like, I don't, I can't, I don't even know what it is, but something about his colon was about to like burst or something from eating too much fried food and just he has to change his whole diet. No, this isn't a joke. He, he might to want have, to change his career too. He then, has to have. Clear liquids for the next two days, and he has to completely change his diet for more fiber and shit. It was like literally in the ER last night. Can't I was like, are we gonna get wasted on St. Patty's? He's like, I can't. And that's a lifestyle. I agree. I eat. I mean, I eat the worst shit in the world. Yeah, but luckily those twelve-mile jogs really help move yeah. everything through for you. Is, right? Jeff, film your sets and eat <laughs> a lot of bananas. Eat healthy. <laughs> two eat, things eat that neither. Bean. Yeah, two things that neither of us do, but we're telling you to do. Yeah, and you'll be further than us. Uh, and then let us open for you. Jeff. <laughs> so, <laughs> wherever you, where is Jeff at? 
Doesn't Jeff, matter. where are you at? Type yeah. it in. It matters to me. I'm trying to get booked out of the <laughs> So what's the next step for you, man? So you had, uh, you had a really good uh, trip out to, to Los Angeles. Then you had, uh, in I your opinion, to... a slightly less successful one. What's, uh, what's the next step for you? You have anything oh, like everything's that? Still, everything's good. I agree. Everything's still going good. Uh, I think the, the next main thing will be uh, this, this website will be, I'm, ha I'm having a really, really huge website uh, built that I think will make my social media. Luckily, my friend Lance is like a genius of social media. He, uh, his main client is Gabriel. Who Gabriel, Iglesias, Gabriel, if you don't know Iglesias who he is. had yep. like uh, 60,000 Facebook friends and he pushed him to 2 million, had like 60,000 hits on YouTube, pushed him to 30 million. So luckily this, Lance, he's the best dude in the world. He just uh, has came in and helped me so much. So they're in the middle of redesigning my uh, website and my social media and all that, my Facebook and all that. So hopefully I can make a big push because I think that's the, the way of the future. So everything's good. I mean, I got so lucky that Lance, uh, Lance moved. I tell people all the time he like came to the Comedy Gods because he was in L.A. and he I have no idea why he moved here, but he just moved here, and uh, he's just helped me so much as far as getting all that and helping me social media. Now he'll I'm moving with him back when I go to L.A. I'll live with him. So I think everything was good. I just gotta you know just same shit, keep writing and. Do we do we have a date yet for that? No, I mean I don't know. It, it, it's just so uh, I can start my own suicide class. No, it's, no, okay, that's cool. I don't know, but um, so everything's good. But I got, a, I got a hell gig for us, though, too. Do you? We're going to talk about all the good shit. I can tell you guys about Finally, it. yes. The, uh, tell me more. Um, so we come back from Phoenix. Well, we're dri I mean, we drive back from Vegas. And uh, first of all, I'm driving and I'm uh, going like 95, get pulled over in a 70. Nice little ticket at 2.30 in the morning. Okay. So I uh, get home at like 3.30 in the morning, repack, sleep for three hours, and drive to Phoenix. And... Uh, <laughs> It doesn't sound safe, oh, first man, of all. I'm already, so I'm going to Phoenix with Matt Markman and uh, a midget comic, this midget girl. Kanye? Um, yeah, we can say her name, I guess, if you She's want. a comic, right? Tanya Lee Davis. Oh, unless this gets offensive to her oh, just, at some point. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, so a midget girl comic in Vegas. Uh, anyone who has Google. So um, we go to a show at, a Indian, uh, at a casino, one of those Indian casinos in South... Uh, South Phoenix. So we get their beautiful new hotel, right? Just amazing hotel. And uh, so we walk in and they, they meet us and they go, I'm not even supposed to be on the show. I just went to do, I was doing sh uh, shows in Scottsdale on Saturday. So I just drove with Markman and hang out. Right. And uh, so we get there and they get me a guest spot. And we, we're in this beautiful theater, like 1400 seat theater. Okay. And uh, it's a free show and like 130 people show up in a 14 seat free free show too so it's all right. old people right so we, <laughs> it's all free really old. a phoenix casino yeah. with lousy with yeah. old people that's weird so okay. we, we we plow through the show and uh i'm just getting wasted i'm like fuck it i just gotta get we had they gave us like a 75 dollar beer tab or a 75 dollar room tab and yeah, as we talked about, Markman won't eat before a show or anything. Right, so, so like, you're taking full advantage, so, so there's I, nothing left by the time the show is over. Six pack, I ordered a six-pack of beer and a salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Eating healthy, Jeff. So uh, I just start pounding Omega beers. Omega-3s, all right. I just start pounding beers, and we uh, just drink, and then the show ends. And uh, I actually made a couple fans, and uh, so they're buying us drinks. And, we, and Markman's just like... Married comic never gets out of town, and he's like, let's just get wasted. So I'm like, all right, let's just get hammered. Right? <laughs> As you were already there, you're like, okay, Matt, let's get no, wasted. No, but I use, I'm, I'm good at like drinking and then stopping. 
Like I don't, I don't, I'm not like that anymore because I drink every night pretty much. I, I got a good know when to stop. But he was like, let's just get hammered. I was like, all right, let's just get hammered. So we just started taking shots, right? So we end up in this club, and I'm so drunk, and uh, I come out, and I'm and uh, I'm hitting on three of the biggest black women you've ever seen. All right, this like story just three, got interesting. <laughs> Tell me more. Like three preciouses, but they were far from precious. That's what. Like, I'm so embarrassed right now to think about it, so. Wow. I'm, I'm literally like, hey, boo, hey, shawty. <laughs> and I'm sitting at this table with these just three very nice girls, but, I mean, huge. I mean, like, all three over 300 pounds. That's a, that's a lot of ladies. Just sure. fat titties hanging out and just, gr- right. just gross, right? Do you know at the time? That no, no, I'm drunk, and they're taking right. pictures of it and sending it to me. So then, so then, uh. I get even, I, I just get drunk. We go up to a club and we're like dancing. You with the, with the ladies? Me, uh, Matt Markman and Tanya Lee. No, no, the black girls won't come with me. Okay. But it's an all black club, so we go up there and I start trying to fire at girls again. The same I, casino in Phoenix has yeah, this? Yeah, it has a club, a little club with like a, but it's like there's this, this one dude just making it rain, but he only has $50. Oh, and then all his friends are picking it up. It was, it was so trashy. More but of a then, spring uh, shower. So I'm yeah. sitting next to the midget on her scooter and this big black dude just comes over and, and he just looks at me and then he says to her is that your man and she's like no and he just pounces on her and just starts grinding on her licking on her neck and shit. was she on her scooter at yeah the time? yeah and she's standing on her scooter she's standing on yeah, her scooter that's dangerous well the bar's like right here so she's standing on her scooter and this <laughs> dude just grinding on her licking on her neck <laughs> me and margaret are just wasted so then i'm just like she was telling us all these crazy stories coming up because she goes to like swingers clubs and shit right I, I know that about her yeah so then i'm so drunk i i start texting her i'm like hey uh yeah why don't you just come to my room and fuck me in front of markman and we'll see how nervous he gets about you, it about you said this to i'm texting it to daniel lee who's uh, my friend right but i'm literally uh, sending these texts going hey oh, come to the hotel room and fuck me and uh well, that, matt- well and matt because me and matt are sharing a room she has her own room so I'm does, like, is Matt part of this? Like, does he know he's part of no, this deal? No, not really. It's going to be a surprise, Matt. <laughs> Sit down and watch. So, uh, and then she, so then uh, we're going, and then we're going to, uh, so I'm like, at the time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fuck this midget in front of Matt. This is crazy. And then we're going up to the room, and then this dude said something to me. I don't even know what he said. But You're then, still in the club when all this is going no, on? No, we left. So I'm like, all right, let's go back to the hotel room. So then I'm going to uh, the room. I forget what this dude said about me in the elevator. I said, man. So then I get in the elevator with this dude. And then Markman gets in with me. Okay. <laughs> and the midget <laughs> are in there in a the scooter. And this dude says something. To, and this dude's like talking shit to me. And I'm like, man, fuck you, whatever. Of I course. can't even remember what we were saying. I wish Markman was here. So then... We're going to like the fourth floor, and he's on like the ninth floor. We'll get to the fourth floor, and uh, Tanya starts to go, and me and Markman are like, "We're cool. We'll just stay here because we're gonna fight this dude in the elevator." We thought this is a this so is, then Tanya yeah. Lee's like all confused, and she's like, "Cause she okay. was she was getting ready to do this." So then she pulls back in. So then the three of us are like in the elevator about to fight this dude, and as it goes up to the ninth floor, and he's still talking shit to us. I don't even know why this happened, but uh. Then he got off and told us to go fuck ourselves and our midget. And, uh, okay. and then we went back down to the room. And? Uh, she told me I was a fucking idiot and went to her hotel room and never talked to me again. And me and Markman broke the exit sign and took it with us. <laughs> Hell gig. Is it, is it, what? <laughs>
Look, it's Brand Tobler. Happy, happy St. Happy Patrick's Day, buddy. Day to everybody. There we go. Well, I, I just want to clarify because a lot of times we talk about that I fuck hot chicks, but I also I, I'm not that cool. <laughs> you sometimes also, I watch these you shows. You also have a foursome yeah. with, with precious. Sometimes few I watch these shows and go, man, scooter. I'm pretty cool. But then in my real life, I'm like. To be fair, you also posted on Facebook that you spent 21 hours with a porn star. Yeah. That's public knowledge. It was, it was yeah, Facebook. no, I was, that, that's where I was. I was supposed to go over there for a photo shoot today and spank her. And she was like, do you care if your face is on it? And I was like, no. I you could have not done this show. I just no, want you to, I like, I like having you here. Don't but, uh, get me wrong. I, uh, I just feel like you made like, a horrible mistake. No, but I don't want to have my face on there. So I was going to wear a Darth Maul mask uh -huh. and just spank her for a photo shoot. But I got to do the show. Join us next week on Awkward <laughs> Silence. I don't know what the fuck will happen. No, come we, to Four Queens and join yeah, us. Yeah, come to the Four Queens this week. Uh, the very funny Todd Paul will be there. Yeah. Headlining, I'll be there. I'll Brand be there Tobler. Uh, Sunset Station. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday night. Doug opening for Doug Stanhope. And who's our guest next week, Scott? I, some. Uh, Ivan. John Bazaar? No. Uh, he's like a juggler. Uh, yeah, he's got 8,000 people following him, and he's going to blast them out. He's a real nice guy. I'll be out of town. Very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> Goodbye. I'm joking. See you next week. Love you, you guys. Have a safe Paddy's Day. Goodbye, people.